Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to share four trends that I'm seeing from top job seekers who are consistently landing interviews and landing job offers. Now, these trends are based on the coaching clients that we work with, the people in our audience that I talk to, and generally what I'm seeing and the feedback that I'm getting from people who are leveraging our strategies from our community. And my hope is that by sharing these four things, you'll get a better sense of what people are doing that's working and not just working once, but working consistently that you can build a system around. But even if you only find one of these tactics helpful, that is still going to be a big W for me. So let's dive in. The first trend that I'm seeing with top job seekers is that they are investing in areas with opportunity. And what I mean by that is these job seekers aren't just buying into systems where they think they should. They're not just showing up and applying for jobs online because they think they should be doing that. They're also not being swayed by a lot of noise in the marketplace. They're not reading these headlines and thinking that it excludes them from opportunities because certain companies are laying people off or freezing hiring. Instead, they're doing their own due diligence to understand where the opportunities lie. And they're also peeling back the layers to understand what real opportunity is out there. So for example, rather than just going and applying for random jobs online, they have a specific system for identifying companies that meet their criteria who are hiring right now. And then they focus their time with those online applications on those specific companies. Additionally, they're not just reading the news. They're not just reading the headlines and saying, okay, well, all these companies are laying people off. So the market is bad or tech is bad. Instead, they're taking in that information. They're understanding the realistic outcomes, which is, okay, I hear that Amazon has a hiring freeze. Therefore, I'm not going to invest in Amazon at the moment unless I want to play a longer term game. But instead, let me go find other companies of a similar caliber who are hiring. And they're going through the motions to do that. And the reason this is really impactful and this is creating results for them is because when they seek out areas of opportunity, that is an abundance mindset. And that is also where the magic is happening. These companies are actively hiring right now. So when they take all of their energy and they invest it in companies that are actively hiring, they just have a better chance of getting a job, right? Compared to people who are a little bit more conservative or are hesitant because they don't think the market is great. So they're not gonna apply to as many jobs or they're gonna take the foot off their gas on their job search, or they're completely ruling out industries or specific company types or whatever it is because they think that those companies aren't hiring rather than actually going out and getting cold, hard data. So these people are creating target lists of companies that are based on companies who are actively hiring right now that have the opportunity and that align with their values and their criteria. The second trend that I'm seeing is that these candidates are casting a wide net when it comes to the strategies they're using in their job search. Then they gather data on all of those channels and strategies, and they double down on what works. So a lot of the people who are consistently landing interviews right now and consistently landing offers, what they've done early on in their job search is try every single channel. So they didn't wed themselves to just applying online or just networking or just using recruiters or just one specific channel. Instead, they tried all of those things. 
And initially, they allocated enough time and enough volume to make sure that they got a critical mass of data in each of those channels. So in other words, they didn't just submit 10 applications and then give up on applying online or double down on it. They didn't just send 10 networking emails and then either choose to give up or double down on networking. Instead, they put a critical mass of volume through. So they've applied to hundreds of jobs online and they've tried tweaking and refining their process there. They've reached out to 50 plus, 100 plus people to try and network with them and they've tweaked their strategy there. They've gotten in the door with a bunch of recruiters and they've tried and tested a bunch of opportunities that those recruiters have brought them before making a decision there. And so I say all that to say with each channel, we can't just do a little and expect that we know exactly what this channel is going to bring us. We can't just send five emails or send out five applications and feel confident in the data that we get back. Instead, we need to give each channel its own due. We need to put enough volume through it. We need to test things. We need to expect that there's going to be some failure and rejection. We need to keep iterating. And then once we have enough data and we've given it a fair shot, then we can make a decision. And so all these people are doing that. And then after they've gotten that critical mass of data, they look at what's working and they double down on it. So for some people, online applications actually work pretty well. These people typically have a very specific goal in mind. They have a very specific background. They understand the nuances of updating and crafting a great resume, updating and crafting a great LinkedIn profile, and they are getting results from that. So they're gonna double down on that versus other channels that maybe not bringing them the same ROI for their time. Whereas other folks might not be seeing ROI from those online applications, but they are seeing good ROI from that networking and that relationship building. So now they're gonna double down there. And some other people might see great success in multiple channels. And so they're gonna build out their strategy. They're gonna allocate their time and energy accordingly. So to recap, these job seekers are testing out every single channel. They're giving it a fair due. They're pushing a critical mass of volume through it. They're identifying the channels that are working for their specific situation, for their background, and for their strengths. And then they are reallocating their energy. They are shifting their schedule and their investment to focus on and double down on the channels that are actually generating results for them. The third trend that I'm seeing from top job seekers is illustrating their value in public. The internet has made it so, so easy to take your value, to take your ideas and to take your message and to share it publicly. So this could be creating content on LinkedIn. This could be creating a portfolio website. This could be sharing blog posts on a blog. It could be sharing tweets on Twitter. It could be videos on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok. It could be answering questions on Quora. No matter what it is, top job seekers who have the most control in their job search are getting out there and finding ways to illustrate their value online and in public. And the reason that this is so effective is because the traditional materials used to gauge a job seeker's value just simply aren't that good. They're not that effective for either party. So we're talking about a resume, a cover letter, et cetera. Those documents just don't tell the whole story. And specifically for us candidates, it's really, really hard to focus on your message and the value that you drove in your own words and on your own terms when it comes to a resume. So instead, if you start creating LinkedIn posts where you share that value in your own words and on your own terms, or if you write these case study blog posts and share them to your personal website or blog, you get to own the language you use, you get to own the message you focus on, you get to own the way that value is illustrated. So your value just becomes much, much more clear because you're doing it in a way that plays to your strengths that you're comfortable with and is frankly just easier to consume, easier to read and easier 
easier to understand than a resume. So this is what I'm seeing grow significantly. More and more job seekers are finding ways to create content online as a way to illustrate their value. And they are winning out. They are beating other candidates who are not doing this because their value is just easier to understand. And it is put out there in a simple fashion that is easy for other people to see compared to these other job seekers who are basically confining themselves to online applications, resumes, cover letters, and LinkedIn profiles. And the fourth trend that I'm seeing from top job seekers is persistence. And I know this is sort of a basic thing, but it is the single common thread that exists across every single one of these top job seekers who is consistently landing interviews and is consistently landing offers. These people have found a way to remove the emotion from rejection, and they almost treat the job search as a bit of a game where they are gathering data and the rejections and the mistakes and all of that just funnels right back into their systems. They learn what they need to improve. They learn what they need to change, and they're not afraid to show up again. So many job seekers that I see they view rejection as a personal indictment and they take it really personally and really emotionally. And I see a lot of job seekers frankly say that they can't apply to this company again because they were rejected or they're not going to be eligible for more roles because they were rejected. And that's simply not true. So many people who end up landing a dream job at a company had applied multiple times before, had been rejected multiple times before. They just keep showing up. But in addition to that, in addition to just the sheer raw persistence of showing up one more time, they're baking in learnings from those previous experiences. So they're thinking about what went well the last time, what didn't go so well, what they could do better the next time, how they could improve upon their pitch, how they could improve upon the value that they bring to the table. And that's the reason that they are eventually getting through because they show up one more time. So they give themselves one more opportunity and they are better prepared for that next opportunity because they've taken all the information that they learned from their previous go rounds, not just at this company, but at every other company that they've applied for, and they've baked it into their system. They've improved their system. They've become a more valuable candidate and a more valuable job seeker as a result. And that's why they end up winning more offers on the second, third, or fourth go around. So those are the four largest trends that I'm seeing with our clients, with our audience, when it comes to people who are consistently landing interviews and consistently landing job offers. And if you are not in that boat, if you are struggling to land interviews, or if you're struggling to convert those interviews into offers, I'd re-listen to each one of those four things and see which of them you can bake into your specific system or which you're not doing right now that you might need to layer in. Because I promise you, if you even just add one of the things that we talked about, you're gonna significantly increase your chances of landing more interviews and landing more job offers. And if you can add all four of them, you are going to be off to the races. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast. 